0: partners in crime and i always say that in the nicest possible way don't i so today's cases and i'm saying cases because you're going to see me in the same clothes and you're going to i'm going to do three cases or and an update case they're four cases back to back really it's one of the hottest days of the year in the uk i'm having building work down at the back of my house and um you know now guns and god knows what else going off so i've had to come now to Candy says my daughter's where I'm going to film this in this area so you may hear the dogs bark and you may hear the dogs coming in and out and then dogs probably will come here but it is a very hot day and so I'm going to be dressed like this so I apologize for any of the you know the scenery change and stuff but it is what it is if I couldn't have um, used this then I couldn't have done this these cases at all today so anyway let's talk about now this um Colin Pitchfork shall we so this is the update of Colin Pitchfork and if you haven't watched Colin Pitchfork I've put it on here and I suggest that you watch it now Colin Pitchfork (laughs) he is a manipulative psychopath he is a killer he killed two young girls raped and murdered two young girls all right and when I done the case I sort of thought he would never be released out because that was the recommendations of um, <laughs> the people that locked him up, and the, even the you know the prosecutors and also other professional people that really believed that he should never be released. Now, on the seventh of June this year, two thousand twenty-one, he was released. Now, um, Tracy, who is a subscriber on here and she's like my little detective actually she always messages me and I love it she's really really quick on whatever's happening I really appreciate Tracy for that and she messaged me and she said he's been released pitchfork has been released and I must say you know I was so taken back by it because this man's crimes were terrible you know um I'm going to give you some background on him, alright? Because the whole case is already on here and I don't want to do the whole case again, this is more of an update. But throughout his life, Colin Pitchfork was this horrible man. He was one of these men that you would think was creepy. You know, you said was creepy, keep away from him. He was very sexual in his way he spoke to women or about women, his treatment of women. He had also, um, what we call in England, you know, flashed, you know, exposed himself, should I say, to um, many, many women and actually exposed himself to over a thousand women before he then went on to rape and murder, very young girls and we'll go through that in a little while. Now, (laughs) Pitchfork. This case, I when I done this case, it was more about because he was the first person really prosecuted, I think, for uh, by the use of DNA. Okay, this is when it started coming into its own, this DNA. And when they was looking for the murderers of these two girls, they knew then it was the same person just from the blood samples and stuff. But of course, there was no databases, was there in them days? It was just new and that. So the police that really focused on catching this man, and, you know, sometimes I slate the police, as you know I do sometimes, but deservedly so in most of the cases. But in this case, you've got appraises, the police officers and the detectives on this case. And actually, you know, the foresight of thinking, what else can we use? And one of them saw an article about this new DNA testing, and they thought, right, let's try this. You never know. And that's really how mm. DNA using for criminal offences sort of came about from this case and others around at that time, but mainly from this case. So it's a really important case for that, a landmark case really. And then you think, well, yes, at least these children, and they were kids, died and there was something to remember them by because of what came out of their deaths and they saved so many more people from being you know, um, murder because it took a lot of old murderers and and old cases off the street, really. And so there was a lot about this case at the time and this is why I wanted to do that case uh, at the time when I did it. But the time when I did it, as I said, I never would have thought that this man would have got out and I wasn't the only one. Many people thought he wouldn't. So Colin Pitchfork is this awful man, at this time of when everyone was being tested it was a mass testing The police thought we're right, going to mass test thousands and thousands of people and that's how then the database you know came out so that you know the DNA is now stored and that's how now old crimes have been solved cold cases have been solved and everything because of this case but Colin Pitchfork was such a manipulator that when everyone was doing this voluntary testing in the certain area where these girls were murdered he sort of bribed someone but he really did intimidate someone to take the test for him colin pitchfork had said i can't give my dna said to this man because i've already done it for a friend so you'll have to do it for me and the man didn't want to do it right he didn't but it took weeks and weeks of the manipulation from pitchfork to persuade this man to do that test for him. So he did it. Now the problem is with Colin Pitchfork. His character was also this creepy man, someone you would avoid. He wasn't nice to women in his way. He looked at us, in the way that he would talk to us or about us. He was, as I say, very sexualized and his whole persona was like that so how he got caught was really because without this mistake happening I think Colin Pitchfork would have continued on to kill more now I said he's killed two and we don't really know do we if he's killed any more because he didn't want to admit it he tried everything not to get caught so anyway you've got this man that's done the DNA test for him he even got the passport photo and he in them days, you know, you could change your passport photos quite easily. So this is how this Colin Pitchfork thinks. This is a mind of a murderer. This is a mind of a man that did not, under any circumstances, want to be caught. So then when the man went to have his DNA test done, he had Colin Pitchfork's name. But he had his own photo, you know, really. Fraudinantly put on this passport so that then um, took Conning Pitchfork out of the picture for his murders and then I think also on a Monday he would babysit for his wife and So he had the child the first child in the car so of course when they talked to him his alibi was when I was babysitting, my wife goes to the gym and she collaborated with that, that was it. She said, of course, that's what he does every Monday, I go to the gym. And she was a social worker, his wife, and they'd had this first baby, and it was a little baby. But what they didn't know, the police, this is how this Colin pitchfork works. Understand human behaviour. So when you've got a young girl, 15, walking down the street, and a car pulls up with a man saying, Oh, oh, I've lost, I need directions. Right? You know, most people these days would think, mm. but in them days, talking about the 80s, a bit different. But you wouldn't think, would you, when you have a child in the back of the car, that this man is going to rape and murder you. Well, that's what Colin Pitchfork did. So, he's used his child as a ruse, isn't he? I'm safe. I'm a family man. We've had a lot of serial killers like this, haven't we? where they drove around and picked up people, hitchhikers with children in the back of their car and then raped and murdered them. Well, Con- That's what Colin Hitchford did. So this man is a psychopathic serial killer. That's what he is. We now know or we think the reason, right, because he went from exposing himself to over a thousand women over this time period from when he was quite young to when he was cold, to then rape and murder of 15 and 16 year old girls and as I say there's only two that we know of but there could have been more because Pitchfork is never ever going to admit anything he tried everything to get out of this to tell you the truth so he's never going to admit it so there could possibly be more so the next girl we don't know if he used the roots of his child or another child to get her into the car or drag her into the car once it's stopped because you know when you have someone with children in the car or a woman in the car automatically we become more at ease don't we you know our barriers drop oh he's not going to hurt me he's got a child in the car or a woman in the car listen it doesn't matter what they've got in the car psychopaths are psychopaths he didn't care about his own kid being in the car did he he just didn't care and we've had a many of these, as I say, that's done the same thing. So, what they're saying about Pitchfork, or why they think that he accelerated from just flashing, just being a, you know, exposing himself to a thousand women, which is, you know, even the thought of it, the thought of someone exposing themselves to a thousand women you know, and not understanding or not caring about the consequences for his actions. Now, we know now that he um, he was a paedophile because these were very young girls. Um, So we don't know what else he's done. But also, he didn't care about the consequences for them girls or for the people that exposed himself to. And as he accelerated up and they believe that being married, right, is a stress enough anyway, right, and having the the children because these girls went missing or was murdered when each of these children or his children were born. Now listen there's plenty of men out there that do feel a little bit neglected should I say when a child comes along because children take up a lot of the time plus the women's bodies changing and things but listen if every man was doing what he did There'd be none of his bloody left. So it's not an excuse, is it? That he was stressed and he couldn't have sex and she didn't want to have sex because she's had this child and so he goes out and he rapes and murders young girls because of his own sexual gratification. And when he was asked why he did it, he just said they were there. That means that these two girls that he murdered could have been anybody. They, they just could have been anybody. He didn't care. As long as he got his gratification from it. That was it. So, listen, when he went to, he was arrested and stuff, and he was arrested because how he was arrested was by mistake, really. It, it, this, there hadn't been a mistake in this pub and someone hadn't said anything. He would have still been going and God knows how many people this man would have been killed because he was very clever pitchfork, right? Very clever. As many serial killers are, very clever people. He didn't want to be caught. There was no remorse here. The only remorse this man's got is because he was caught. So the man that done the test for him, okay, the stupid man, the stupid man, and that's what he was that took a test for somebody else. Pitchfork was then going around, you see, he worked in this bakery and he was going around, telling everybody, I've had the test, I've had the test, I've done my test, overbought about it. But no one liked him in this job. The women really disliked him because of his attitude towards women and also his attitude about women and how he would speak and look at you. He was very, very creepy man. So these people were all in this pub on a night out and these girls were chatting as girls do and slagging him off right saying you know he's a creep he's this but he was he was and then one of the other men said oh, yeah well you know we understand men don't like him either they found it embarrassing about how he used to behave towards women but this man that had this test for him that took this test said well You know, he asked me to take the test and I did. Now the women in there, and it all went quiet, they never said anything that night. They never said, oh, what do you mean? They just went quiet. Now one of these women that already didn't trust Pitchfork was really concerned about this statement this man had made and she's thinking to herself, hang on a minute. Why would he not take the test? Why would he get somebody else to take the test and then tell everyone he's took the test? Now he hadn't said to everybody else, I haven't took the test because I've done it for somebody else, right? He didn't say that. He went or Once this man had done this test for him, he went and told everyone, I've done the test, I've done the test, I've done the test, to show people it's not me. So she was really concerned about that and she went to the police. Now, about four hours later, and the police have watched him, and he was arrested then for it. And, of course, his DNA matched the DNA then, what they had collected from these girls matched um, his, and he was arrested and charged with the murder of these two girls. And he goes to prison. <coughs> right, these two girls were Linda Mann and Dawn Ashworth. They were both 15 years old at the time. Now, as I said, with the first one, we knew that he had a child with him, okay? The second one, he could have. We don't know. We don't know if he used that as a reason to get these girls or to stop these girls and drop their, you know, um, <laughs> their guard. And, you know, these were 15-year-old girls, 15. So he's gone to court, and I think he got 30 years, but then he appealed it because they all bloody appeal it and they, got, they dropped it by two years, so I think he's done 28 years. Now, at this point, it was recommended that Pitchfork should never be released, because you think, why would we release a killer, a rapist and a murderer, of two 15 year fifteen-year-olds, which is the only two we know about, we don't know if he's done any more, he's never going to remit it. And then you had recommendations from the judge and other professional people and actually even the prosecution, he prosecuted this man, that this man should never be released. So then, so I think in 2016, he lost his first appeal, all right? They said no. In 2017, he then went to an open prison, so you think, hang on a minute, here we go, why is this man now in an open prison? then we find out he's on day trips out so now they're getting him ready aren't they for release so i mean i knew it was coming right but i would never have thought these people that's stupid to have really released him out they could have kept him in the open prison you know it's less stressful this that and the other all right so he's been educated now that's what they're saying he's been educated and you know he translates books into brow which is look it's good isn't it it's good and you know, many people are, are, do it. I think um, loads of pr- prisoners actually in America actually also do that job um, uh, um, when they're in prison. And it, listen, it's a really good thing for people that's blind and, and, and need brow dumb. So we've educated this man though. You've educated him. You've put him now in 2017 into an open prison. You've then allowed him to go out and day releases to get him used to society, right? Because this is in the 80s, this case, I think, 86, I'll check it. I think it was 80s, 80, it's in the 80s anyway. Anyway, so we've educated this man in prison. Well, look at that, because half the people in this society can't afford to go to university, can't afford to go educated. Our kids are not even funded now to go to college, right? You can murder two children, a 15 year old, Um, you know rape and kill them for your own sexual gratification, we're going to put you in prison then we're going to educate you, that's good isn't it, now because you've educated a serial killer okay and then because he's you know translated books from you know into Brown, he's this perfect man and again listen he has gone up for the parole board and now you all know what I think about parole boards well You know, I think I've got justification, actually, for how I feel about a parole board now. I think this just justifies everything I've been saying about these absolute bloody idiots that think they know the personality of a killer and believe that he is reformed because we've educated him, you see. You've educated a serial killer that was manipulative. He manipulated everybody around him. Everyone around him, you thought having two kids was stressful, now you're going to let a man out in 2021 into this society, you think that ain't stressful. And if we now realise, or that is assumed, that stress, and especially with serial killers, any sort of stress can bring on this, you know, this thing, this is what he wants to do. Plus now, we know he's murdered, we know he's raped and murdered people. We know it. He's been caught by DNA. He knows it. We know it. they have released him out. The 7th of June of this year, a couple of weeks ago, you've released a serial killer out. This parole board. Right. <laughs> the reason I've had to hold off by doing this case is because while I'm shocked, a bit taken back by it, and sometimes i do feel once i've done some of these cases and i've slated this parole war that maybe i was a bit too harsh on him. you know i've done law i do law in this country i think it's a bloody embarrassing who do these people think they are what right have they got to release a serial killer that now you've told that you've educated so the next body he ain't just going to dump on the side of a road is he so you can find his DNA. The next body, and there will be a next body, because this man is already a killer. He's already a killer. So we may not go for 15 year olds now, because these have all got mobile phones now. People are gonna know his face. Listen, I don't understand our justice system, and I have to think it's not the justice system, is it? Because they've done their job right. The police done their job right. These police officers took years to get this man. You know, we have DNA now, which is so advanced, that we have done everything we can to protect society from pricks like this that want to take our kids and kill them, right? And then you've got a parole board that sit there and think they know more than the courts. The people that have gone through this case because you think that this man has been an exemplary <laughs> prisoner so listen there was no 15 year old girls in a prison for this man to rape and murder he didn't flash to a thousand men he flashed to a thousand women we know about now he said that because he's done it from such a young age so how can you say he's been an exemplary prisoner oh but we've educated him my point is you've educated a serial killer you, he now knows about DNA because he was caught by it. what's next for Colin Pitchfork. Colin Pitchfork is what he is. Because we all know it. He knows it. We all know it. He's been charged and prosecuted. He's been put away for it. He's done his time for it. And he should have remained in prison because he is a danger to societies. But you've got this parole board for some reason that think that a person that can do all that and not really have any remorse for it. He's gonna sit there and tell this parole board, look at me. I, you know, change books into brown. I've educated myself. I'm a changed man. You can't change him because he is what he is. There's no cure for what he is. And if this parole board thinks that this is the end of Colin Pitchfork I think they're wrong what you've done is you have released out Colin Pitchfork a killer now an educated killer onto our streets now a lot of people have done this case and a lot of people have done this case because of of how disgraceful this country is looking at that we've allowed this to happen. You've allowed a, a parole board. I don't know what the government's thinking. I don't, you know, someone needs to actually do something about this, about this parole board. What gives them the right to put our society and our children in danger? Women in danger. Because I think his profile is probably going to change a little bit now, I do. Because he ain't stupid, Colin Pitchfork. If he does anything, you'll never find a body. You'll never find it. Because he will never want to get caught. He'd done everything to avoid it before. So I don't know what else to say about this case. Right? Apart from, be careful. And when when he does do something or he's caught for something else, right? The people to blame here are the parole board. Don't forget that people to blame are the parole board because we all know what colin pitchfork is colin pitchfork knows what he is and he won't be able to stop so my god you know the backlash that will come not if but when this man does something on this parole board so i don't think this is the end of Colin Pitchfork's updates I really don't if it was down to me I would have revoked his life license and he would have been put back into prison where this man belongs there's no reform for him okay there's no reform you can't reform this man and you think stress of his wife having kids which made him which we assume because that's all we can assume he did it for because the man ain't saying why the only reason he said why is because well they were there that was it they were there as if they were nothing and he dumped them on the side of the street like they were nothing but he won't dump them on the the street again because he don't want to be caught cool. but this man does anything the only people to blame here you can't even blame Colin Pitchfork right because he would know as does everybody else know that Colin Pitchfork is a psychopathic killer that's what he is people to blame here will be the parole board so listen you know what to do thumbs up subscribe 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 and I'm going to have to say this subscribe right from the beginning uh because it's better but listen let me know what you think about this case now I know a lot of YouTubers and if they haven't done this case they're going to do this case they have to because we need to make sure that people are aware that this man is out and you are not safe just be careful. So you can follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Facebook and you can hear this on podcast because I'm going to put this everywhere actually. So until the next time.